Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. Let's dive in our topic for the day, which is your company needs to be good at change. Michael, what do you think? Well, hello, Anna, and it's good to have you all here as, as listeners today. We want to touch on why your company needs to be good at change. And we all know how rapidly change is coming our way. The pandemic, uh, the recession that preceded it, technology, all those things are, are hitting us with change constantly. And so we have to not only cope ourselves, but we have to help those who work with us to cope with that change. And I think the first thing is to kind of lay out a plan. How do we want to teach ourselves to be more effective dealing with change when it comes our way? Yes, because uh, even if you're not good in change, you know, if you have a plan, you just have to follow it. Yep. And I'm sure that a lot of uh, small businesses, as a small business owner, you should have a business plan. Mm-hmm. But this business plan should be modified constantly. And I think both that business plan and a plan from dealing with change have to be simple enough that we can do just what you said on it. So speed is an important part of this plan. How, how rapidly can we adapt ourselves to something new? And can we train ourselves to be quicker at it? Because it's going to happen a lot. And as you've said in the past, uh, we have to, to be competitive. We have to change because others around us are changing and we don't want to be left behind. Yes. You have to make sure that you put your pulse on the trends because even if you're a niche player, again, do you think that the niche will exist in the future or not? Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you diversify to make to to anticipate change in the future and to adapt the right things the right reasons for change or the right change and some other change opportunities you may want to walk away from because they don't fit you if you can if you have that choice so part of this then is developing an action plan to guide your change situations uh, and we have a number of rules that we've kind of have in mind right on in terms of involving everyone Yes, in communication. Communication is extremely, extremely important, especially when you're putting together um, a action plan and, and develop a, a plan of change for your organization. And when we say communication, we are talking about you have to communicate with your employees. If you have any, uh, you have to communicate with, with your vendors. You have to communicate with your uh, clients. Imagine, for example, if I had a workforce of maybe five people or, or six, and I suddenly decided that, or I suddenly decided maybe it's not the right way to say it, but uh, I think we need to allow three of those people to work from home and the other four we want in the office because we need to be around them all the time. I need to introduce that change to the employee base. I need to be prepared to explain to them why I think four need to be in the office and the other three can work from home. And one of the first questions is going to be, well, will we all be treated the same? Will we all, all be just as important as the others? 
So right there, you've got that change and maybe some resistance to that change too. So how do you handle that? Yes, you have to communicate. You have to communicate with your vendors and suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we say communicate, I think you should have a two-way communication because a lot of times you will learn a lot from your suppliers and vendors. Mm-hmm. They will tell you what is your competition doing because obviously they don't want you to go out of business because they'll have one more client in your face, no matter that they're selling pretty much similar or the same product to your competition. So they will prepare you for vendors. So that's why we are talking about communication. What I was talking about is really being on top of the change that's coming your way. That's why you're doing that external communication. The other piece of this communication is that internal side with, with your own folks and getting them prepared because this change is gonna keep happening, these different changes. And the, the more honest and straightforward forward you are about it, the more you give a sense of direction to everybody who works in the plant, let's say, the three, four, five, ten, uh, the less likely they are to be resistant to the change that your, your outside contacts have told you is coming your way. Uh, I'm thinking of a manufacturing firm right now where the methodology is changing. That's what he's learned from vendors. Now he's got to bring it inside and get people to accept, we're going to do this differently to be better. I, I need you to come along and help me with this. And now we're back to the action plan again. We're laying out how we're going to get that done. I think it's also important that we're asking people, how does this affect you? If, if it frustrates you, if it scares you, we need to talk about that. That's an all right conversation to have. And if for some reason you change your procedures or you, process, or you change your processes within your organization and um you anticipate change of sales, let's say, for short-term uh, short sales, we would like you also to communicate because, again, we're talking about change. Communicate this with your bankers, with your accountants, to make sure that they anticipate because what will happen is if you communicate um, your change prior to getting into it, into a trouble, they will be more likely to help you. Are you making me think of a client when we hit the last big recession in 2008, they went right to the banker and said, here's how we're gonna manage this recession, which is a change situation. They explained they had a plan already in place. Guess what, the banker never bothered them for three years. They knew this company knew how it was gonna get its way through the recession. Uh, was wonderful. Instead of having the banker come to you every month, say, where are you? Are you going out of business? Are you, are you, I think we better do this or do that. You don't need that outside pressure. So it, it really helped that company. I think also you're, you're saying kind of a, a word I hear you say often on a, that the, a firm needs to learn to be agile. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And to be flexible the more we can teach ourselves that we can roll with these different things, the the more likely we are to survive. And that's what this is all about. Small business survival. Yes. You have to pay attention. Yes. To the trends. And again, Mm -hmm. pay attention, communicate. A lot of times we see a lot of small businesses do not communicate. So talk outside to those folks, you know, who might point out to you something that's going on that you need to be ready to react to. And then think about what you want to say to the folks who work with you in your firm and prepare them for that change. So they're ready to support you. Yes. And you have to be honest and straightforward with everyone. And 
you know, Michael, we've talked about vendors, we've talked about employees and customers. We forget as a small business owners, you have to talk to your family also, because <laughs> a lot of us, you know, we're extension of our families. So I think we should prepare our family for our uh, mood swings. <laughs> I Yes, I agree fully. Uh, I have a, a dear spouse. She doesn't like change. I cope with it better than she does. And I'm often explaining, but this is going to happen whether we want it or not. We need to adjust. <laughs> we need to talk. Yes. And, and a lot of small business owners, uh, small businesses, they are family-owned business too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it is crucial to have a, a, a candid conversation and where do you think mm-hmm. your company is going and what direction um, you should go. I can't imagine, especially in a family business, if it's a sister and a brother, that there aren't some really intense conversations about whether we should add that new product. Should we uh, increase the size of our of our operation? Should we buy that company that might make us better? Should we add this technology to the office? Boy, I bet there's some intense conversations. It's natural, but we need to talk about them. Oh, yes. Today, in fact, today, um, I had a conversation with my sister because I work with my sister and she was like laying it at me. You have to do this and this and this and this. Okay, this is what we anticipate. So, yeah, it's it's, sometimes it is interesting conversation, but it has to it it has to happen. You have Mm -hmm. to be on the same page, because if you're not on the same page, you will not have a company. You won't change to meet competition. You won't change to. To, uh, to be ahead of others, if you can. Yes, you have to maintain being flexible. So we've really said an oxymoron. In a sense, we're implying what's called an oxymoron, which means two contradictory things are actually true. Change is a constant, and we have to be ready for it. Yes, and if you're not, if you're not good at change, start small steps, create a plan. If something changes, what will be your action step? First action step, then you'll have second action step. I mean, simple, simple. We don't want you to change and create over the board, over complicated plan. An important thing you're saying there, Anna, too, is that we really have to practice at change, meaning the more we take our folks through these kinds of action plans, the quicker we will be at adjusting to those changes. So do you ought to do it a lot, not not you ought not to try to avoid it. You ought to do it frequently as change comes your way because it'll make you a better company, quicker, more agile. Absolutely. And being more successful. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. I suppose it's back to a word I used in a previous podcast. Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Yes. Rehearse, rehearse. Yeah. Write a plan. See if it's working, if it's not working. Readjust the plan and again go over, go back again to the drawing and communicate. Communicate, communicate. Yes. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to us today. Hopefully, we gave you one or two tips to make your business survive. If you have any suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to visit our Facebook page and uh, send us a a message and we will make sure that we research and we put a podcast for you. Thank you. You've been listening to the small business survival conversation podcast. Make sure to like rate and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode.
In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.